Well, hello, hello, and welcome back to the kitchen table. This is Arctic Eric, and I'm looking forward to spending this time with you just these few minutes together here at the kitchen table. As always, I like to say, wherever you are, and whatever time it is where you are, and whatever you're doing where you are, I thank you for taking these few minutes to meet me here at the kitchen table. It's always an encouragement to spend time together with you. I was thinking back recently that in the early days of listening to the Bible and reading the Bible, I often didn't pay a whole lot of attention to the introduction of Paul's letters particularly. I just kind of... Uh, skipped over them, read through them, almost like people pray, wrote prayers, just doing it. And then I recall uh, a number of years ago that uh, the Holy Spirit led me to, to spend a little bit of time on these openings or these introductions to letters and discovered wonderful things about what the peace of God is, this peace that we have with God. We're not an enemy, but we're a friend through faith in Jesus Christ. And, and then, of course, grace. Paul opens his letters with grace to you and studying what that means. And both of those are other teachings. But then I was also thinking that uh, it's been the experience of many who love the Lord that it's easy to talk about going to church Church is not a, a dangerous word in most contexts, and one can even throw out the fact that they believe in God. But for many, at least in the beginning of their walk, until the fire comes, it's difficult to just bring up the name of Jesus anywhere, particularly at the fika table or the kitchen table or wherever one might be. But over time, through the ability of the Holy Spirit in us to help us to witness the good news, the Christ, this Jesus with others, hopefully many discover what a number have, and that is that the name of Jesus is sweet, and it's wonderful to speak it out. But there's another word that uh, I've seen is, is a bit of a struggle for people to wrap their heads around and, and to see themselves. And, and we can see it in Paul's letter to the Romans and the Corinthians, to Ephesians and to Philippians and Colossians, letters that are so dear to us in the New Testament. Wonderful theology, all we quote out of these, uh, what is it, six letters quite often. And there's a word that he uses that I want you to be challenged by today. Hopefully, most of you won't be challenged at all. You'll just kind of think, well, Eric, we'll just be good and sit here with you and listen to you ramble on because I already understand this. But if there's anyone out there in the now 26 nations that are being reached by this kitchen table time, maybe it'll be something that God wants to help you with. Paul declares in these introductions that you who trust in him, we who are born again, we are saints. Yep, that's right. We are saints. He talks about uh, we're called to be saints or we are called saints. 
that we're gathering with all the saints when we gather, writing to the saints, that's us, and to all the saints in Christ, that's us, and to the saints and the faithful brethren in Christ, and that's us. We're faithful because he's faithful. We're brothers and sisters because we're in Christ. We are saints. I have noticed uh, on the other side of this coin that some find it relatively easy to confess that they're a sinner. Well, everyone is. So that's not really a, a statement that's motivated by faith to admit who you are. We're all sinners. Until, by faith, we become saints. But one of our default settings is to say and to think and to do those things which require no faith. It doesn't take faith to do things. It doesn't take faith to admit the truth that one is a sinner. It doesn't take faith to do many of the things we do. But it's easy to do because it doesn't require faith. What do I mean? Well, you can go to a gathering, a group, a church, a Christian organization, and that doesn't require faith. That just requires a decision to go there. One can declare that one's a sinner, and that doesn't take faith. That's a fact. But to declare and to know in one's heart, I am a child of God, and God says that I am a saint. I am sanctified through the word and by the spirit. I'm a saint. God sees me that way, not because I act all the time like a saint, but because there's a new nature on the inside of me. I have peace with God because he has made it possible to have peace with him through Jesus Christ. I have grace in my life because the Spirit of grace, the Holy Spirit, lives in me and is active in me and is working through me. I can declare that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God, because the Holy Spirit's in me to enable me to share about the reality of Christ in my life, to testify, to witness about him. Well, may the Holy Spirit help us to, when the thought comes, you're just an old sinner, saved by grace. When that thought comes, that we say, you know, Lord, I thank you that I am a saint. You called me. You drew me unto yourself. I heard the good news. I turned from my sinful ways to you, God, the holy, pure, and righteous one. And the righteous, holy one lives on the inside of me now. And because of his presence in me, me being your temple, I can boldly declare with a humble heart that I am a saint. I am a saint with grace from you on the inside of me. I am a saint who has peace with you and that, God, you are more than the Father who created me. You are the Father who recreated me. You are the Father. I am your child. And I've realized a long time ago and shared before, no matter how old I get, and I'm approaching uh, a bit older date here coming soon, God is older than I am. I can always know that I am his child.
Jesus has given us the right to become the children of God. And when that occurs through personal, individual trusting in Christ, turning from our wicked ways, admitting that we've had them, and turning to him, we become saints. I did not say that we never sin, but our identity is not as a sinner. It is as a saint, and that is an act of God's enabling faith on the inside of us. We approach things as his child, as his loved one as the one who he calls into relationship, he fills with the spirit of grace, he declares we have peace with him, and he says, you are a saint. Gosh, I hope this says something to someone out there today. It's just a brief introduction into the subject. But wow, it's so needed, I believe, for many, actually. Well, gosh, it has been a joy, as always, to be here at the kitchen table with you. I look forward to when we meet the next time. Until then, I say, may God bless you richly is my prayer. Amen and good day.